for the second time in a row today. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Smooky. Oh, what, what is it? This is the very definition of old to us, new to you. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. So we started the podcast, and about three minutes in, realized the mic was muted. So uh, we're back. The mic is on. We are recording, I think. I don't really know what's happening. I'm just here. But this is another episode of Even More About Nothing, the podcast where we kind of talk about, you know, nothing. But uh, joined by the other half of the Canteen Boys. Someone who will never be known by or called out by his Twitter name. I mean, listen, the, yeah, you know what? We've already had the discussion. It was there, <laughs> it was, but, you know, was, the Twitter guys didn't yeah, want it to happen. Yeah, so, yeah, no, yeah it's it, there. It really didn't. But you can follow me on Twitter, at Matt underscore Gutu. Follow me on Twitter, at Mookie833, and every other social media platform besides PlayStation 4. That's, you already know That's why. where I will retweet all the Lil Nas X tweets. Facts. And Billy Ray Cyrus hopping on there. Facts. Like two uh, riders of the apocalypse. Horseman. Although I don't know what the little Nasex is or what he's doing or where he came from. That boy is on fire. You just right have to now. think about it. I'm pretty sure that kid's in high school. No, he said last year he was in college. Ooh. Yeah. He actually had a whole tweet about last year I was in college for some ish I knew I didn't care about, but now I have the number one song number one song in the world. Believe in yourself. I'm like, yeah, you believe in yourself, but you know. Listen. Not everybody got the horses in the back. Some people still trying to run. Okay, so is it still considered a one-hit wonder if your remix, your like the official remix of your song, is number one on the Billboard? Is that still considered? I don't, uh, is I that don't, still considered a one-hit wonder? That's yeah, but that's two hits, but it's still the same song technically. I think I think people, most people consider that a one-hit wonder. Still, unless he comes up with something else, unless he has another song, and he's got three snippets that are kind of going brazy right now. I got my bet on one of them going. Dumb, stupid. Go crazy. Go, go crazy. Go stupid. Go crazy. Go stupid. <laughs> oh, the internet has ruined the English language, but it's amazing. Yes. Thank God for the word yeet. I, I, You're not a yeet person? Too many people. Too many of a certain demographic. Mm, yeah, enjoy. never mind. Never mind. I go exactly <laughs> what you're about to say, and it's all good. On this episode of You Remember About Nothing, we've been having a discussion about villains, specifically cinematic villains. And how good or bad they are. The number one villain to ever grace uh, this little round rock, not flat, mm-hmm. that we call Earth, mm-hmm. Toei Animation. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, listen, 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 listen. Hear me out. Hear me out. Now, even gonna, they've, what do you think? They've, uh, they've done this thing. There's this uh, little franchise, uh, this show. That they started, uh, maybe you guys have heard of it. People seem to like it. The few people that have watched it, called Dragon Ball. Mm, yeah, it's kind of a thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Some people watch it. Maybe you've heard of it. I don't know. Maybe you're more of a Game of Thrones person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no correlation whatsoever. Uh, the the biggest influence from anime into Western culture. The biggest Period. anime, I think, of ever. this generation. Ever? Would you say ever? I would be more inclined to say ever, yes. Yeah. Uh, like, everyone knows about Dragon Ball to some degree, whether that's OG Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, or this little dark pocket of the internet that we don't talk about called GT. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a dark time for all of us. Yes. There was no tsunami at that time. We were all struggling. Samurai Jack got canceled. Yes. It was, uh, it was yeah, a dark yeah, time yeah. on the internet, man. But uh, 
obviously because it came uh, as big as it was, it was literally just raking them in dough from every corner of the earth. Mm. Literally anything they can uh, jump into the market, action figures and toys, mm-hmm. uh, video games. Gosh, do you know how many Budokai? They had Budokai, and then they had Budokai Tenkaichi, mm-hmm. and then they just like, uh, what was the Game Boy handheld game? Was that Wrath of Goku? Yes. Or, yes. yes. There were so many games that they made money off of. Then they made Xenoverse, which that's another issue altogether we're not going to talk about. Uh, I'm still hurt by that one. Yes. Emotional. Yeah, real emotional. Yes. I, I liked the first one at first. Playing the second one, I was like, nah, this, nah, I can't do this. But then now they redeem themselves with fighters. Yes, fighters, so great. But then we'll see how, uh, what is it called right now? Project Z? We'll see yeah. how that turns out. Mm. Um, Skeptical at best. Right. But they continue to be money pitching. Uh, I think there were, so... <sighs> Unrelated, I think there are like some accusations for a voice actor within the anime industry that they decided they're bringing back into the Dragon Ball fold. I forget who he was or like what he did voice acting for, but that's not important. So obviously people were upset about that. But now, but now it is the 30th anniversary of Dragon Ball, the franchise. And you would think they would do something nice for the community and they that put them on the map. That were they were technically going to they did plan to do something to celebrate the 30th anniversary. But what had happened was they said, "Okay, we're going to put out something, but we need at least 350 people to sign up saying that you want it." Toei, Funimation. You I don't got know you got you, you guys I don't know who you think this this is. This isn't a, this isn't like You guys have the biggest anime ever. Of course people signed up. Ever. And you say, nah, you need three, like, I think it was actually like 200, 250 or whatever, 250 people to sign up to say, I want this. Yeah, if we make it, you will buy it. Yeah. Why was there even a doubt that people were going to buy whatever they're putting out? Fam, at NakaCon, we saw a $200 Majin Vegeta pop figure. It was gone by the end of NakaCon. No, it was still there. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was still there. It's $200. Oh, but the $90 uh, Broly statue. Three of them gone. Yeah. All three. So people literally, whatever is associated with Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Super, people will buy. That being said, we just found out this past week Mm -hmm. what that actually is that they're going to be putting out. So they have what is essentially the same collector set. Of the entire Dragon Ball Z series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is it Dragon? I think it might be actually Dragon Ball Z, not like Dragon Ball into Dragon it's Ball Z. It's the entire Z. collection. From Dragon Ball to Dragon Ball Z. So the entire collection, I think you have the original and the remastered on there. Yeah, it's got the original. And it's original 16, not original whatever, like 12 by 9, grainy. Yeah. Yeah. But then they have a remastered Blu-ray in 16 by 9, 1080p, 60 frames per second. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, and then there's also some sort of action figure that comes with it, and that, my friends, is the 30th anniversary package. Oh, don't, 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 don't forget, it comes with a limited edition numbered Shinron book art. So, that would be cool. If. That would be cool. If. It wasn't $350. For who? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I saw the price on that, and I immediately got offended. Yes, I honestly, like, so we were texting back and forth, obviously, 
Uh, and literally, my first response was... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like $350 for what? A remaster? <laughs> nah, I'm good with Funimation now, my guy. Yes. <laughs> I have YouTube. I can rewatch original yes. Dragon Ball on YouTube if I really wanted they to. They have the original on Funimation. I know. I can and pay I'm pretty Funimation. sure Dragon Ball Kai is somewhere. Listen, they have Super, GT, Kai, and Dragon Ball. All on YouTube if you know how, if you know where to look. So yeah. if you don't want to pay for it, you don't have to. Yeah, but and, if you wanted to, and the majority of that, literally Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball GT, I don't know about Kai, uh, are on Hulu. Facts. In case you didn't know, now you know. Yes. So three hundred fifty for a collection that has already been bundled together previously multiple, multiple times. They're selling that again with a statue that I from it's, what I from it's what a what great I statue. Though. See, the thing is, from what I understand though. They literally took a statue from a different release, mm-hmm. changed the facial structure, and like of Goku, like changed his facial expression, and gave him a Dragon Ball. And it's not even colored. Yeah, it's great. I saw it. I was like, mm, no. Yes, it's not give even me, colored. Give me, give me the Han Solo stuck in whatever that. You know when? Oh Han's yeah, like, the the carbon. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Give me that statue over that trash Goku statue. Mm-hmm. I don't say it's trash because I don't want to like trash it. I don't know where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where no, it, no, it looks cool, but at the same time, the way they're presenting it to us is just like, I pay how much for what? This is a disservice to the fans that put them on the map. It'll be a snowball's chance in hell before I'm getting that. But we also know that it's gonna sell out. Oh yeah, it's Dragon Ball. Yeah, the biggest anime. At this point, ever. they're like Apple. We've got. The same phone from last year in a plus size. I don't know if that's a good thing, though. With a bigger battery. And it's $1,200 more. Comes out tomorrow. Pre-orders now. Pre-orders sold out. Yeah, that's... I, it's not a good thing. No, no it's no, not a good thing. No, it's not. So, it's... Uh, Toei will forever cemented as the worst and biggest anime villain in general. Facts. But other villains that we've been trying to discuss about, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is playing a villain for, for, for a comic book series for the first time in a long time. First time? Mm-hmm. Long time? He's playing the Joker. And when this was announced, everybody was like, Joaquin Phoenix? iPhone well, lover guy? We were still getting over Jared Leto. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't, listen, I don't want I'm Sorry, I, we were hashtag surviving Jared Leto. <laughs> I don't want iPhone boyfriend anywhere near the Joker. No, 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 no. And then they said, oh, it's not just a Joker movie. It's not a Batman movie either. And we're like, oh, no, don't do this. Don't do this. Is it going to replace him in Suicide Squad? No. It's a Joker origin story. And I was like, no. Throw it all away. Burn it. Set it on fire. I don't like snakes. Feed it to the snakes. It's grossed out. I didn't want anything to do it. And then they dropped the trailer. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. What are we doing over here? Wait a minute, Mr. Post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to Samuel Jackson being the best part of that movie. Uh, but no, they released a trailer for uh, Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, and they are going with what we're calling the alternate origin story. Because if you know anything about the Joker, the original Joker doesn't have an origin story. They don't know who he is yeah. or where he came from. It's, That's I the, think the 
the most iconic Joker that we've uh, people know and grew up with was the one that fell in the vat of acid. Yes. And even before that, no one knew who, who he was. was. Yes. And then the Joker that has been cemented as the greatest Joker of all time is um, essentially the nowhere Joker. He came from nowhere. Um, the Batman gets a call to come to Arkham. And he shows up to Arkham. They're like, we don't know who this guy is. We don't know where he is. We just picked up on the streets. And he's like, you and I, our destinies are intertwined. And then from then on, it's a constant, just like back and forth, Joker, Batman, like two sides yeah. of the same It's, it's been the greatest DC mystery, I Ever. feel like. Yeah. And they attempted to give us an answer. With the God chair. Yes. And they transformed it as like this singular figure into the idea kind of like they did in Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Exactly. We are all Spider-Man. We can all be Joker. Exactly. So the the technical answer that the God Share gives is which one. There's three of them. We get like the 40s Joker. We get the what I'm calling the animated Joker. And then we get the hipster Joker with the samurai haircut, except he just doesn't have the... Yeah. Man bun. Um, but this Joker they're going with is similar to one that they did in Gotham. It's a guy who had troubled past and kind of just goes through this descent into madness. But then it becomes less of a descent and more of an ascent. And like he takes his like he takes control of his of becoming mad, essentially. And it looks dope. It doesn't look like a superhero movie, and I don't want it to become a superhero movie. I want this to be a super villain movie. I actually just only want Bruce Wayne to be mentioned in passing. I just want this movie to be focused on Gotham and this character, the Joker, as it is. And it, so far, it looks good. It looks almost, it's like a borderline horror thriller movie. And I can already see the, you know, Suburban parents, well, this isn't for children. Yeah, dang right, it's not. Keep just, them away. Just like Deadpool wasn't. Yeah. When is Batman going to come out? No. no. <laughs> I, no. yeah, I had to fight someone over Yeah, I really, oh. I actually hope it's rated R, just because I want them to have as much freedom to do as much as they want. DC quite hasn't crossed that line yet of having R-rated superhero movie. But listen, Dark Knight Rises was close. It could have been rated R. Mm-hmm. So... We'll see. I'm, I'm ready to give it a chance. Yeah. I'm ready to give this more of a chance than I was Captain Marvel. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. You still haven't watched that, right? I have. Oh, I you have. have? Yeah, yeah, that's... It's the post, man. <laughs> <laughs> the best part, hands down. Uh, but also, Shazam came out this week. Mm. Uh, and people have been saying that it is a sign of... DC turning the ship around for their mm. live-action movies. Which is a good thing to hear. Um, financially doing better than they thought it would. Um, $53 million opening weekend, which is not terrible. Mm-mm. It's not, obviously, what Marvel usually does. That's fine. Most, I would say, general society is... They're just kind of all wrapped up in the whole Marvel thing. Marvel has the biggest superstars. They've got Chris Evans. They've got Robert Downey Jr. They've got Tom Holland. They've got Scarlett Johansson. They've got all the big names. So, of course, they're going to pull in the bread. And they've got Disney money, so, mm-hmm. you know. But I, 
one of the complaints about that was they didn't feel uh, the villain was quite suited for the movie, mm-hmm. or rather, the villain felt out of place. Really, for a partic- for a Shazam origin story. Hmm. Was this was it Black Adam? Because no. The Rock is supposed to be playing Black Adam. That's been a rumor for like three or four years, though. Yeah. Uh, but no, Black Adam was not in this movie, from my understanding. Mm. Neither one of us seen it yet, so we can't obviously speak to it. Yeah, so we're not spoiling anything for you guys. Or rather, we can't. Because we ain't seen it. I thought about watching it, but I was like, ah. I've thought about seeing it multiple times. I think it's one of those things I'm going to go like on a Tuesday at like 3, just when the old people are there. Yeah, that's what or I'm Or just thinking. like a matinee on a Sunday. Yeah. I'm more of a Tuesday matinee kind of guy. I don't know, Sunday matinees are still kind of busy. Depending on what time you go. True, true, true. I don't think a lot of people were wanting to see Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because we're still flying under the radar of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because us is only two weeks out now. True. Which it's killing box office records. But I think the other thing people seem to forget is that Endgame tickets did go on sale this past week. True. Well, I'm pretty sure everyone knows by now. Did you secure the bag? Oh, heck yes. Of course. I'm going to an 11 o'clock showing. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember going through, because I got in right before like the site crashed. Yeah. I was going through, I was looking at it, and I was just like, 7 o'clock. Nope, there's literally like two seats. <laughs> <laughs> Closed out of it, went to a different theater, 7.30. Looked at it. Nope, sold out. <laughs> I had to go back, and I was just like, it's either 7 or 11 on opening night. And I was like, ah. 11 it uh, is. I guess it's 11. And literally. 11 p.m.? Yes. So you're going to get out of the theater at, it's a three-hour at two in the morning? Yep. <sighs> yep. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be an adventure. So... I'm super excited for it. You had to take a blanket. Oh, I'm taking a nap before I go into that. <laughs> take a nap at 7. Wake yes. up at 11. Yeah, someone wake me up and just like, yeah, dog, it's time for the movie. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not missing anything. I don't care if there's no intermissions. We've been waiting for this. Right. But uh, quick side note. The Russo brothers did confirm that Tom Holland has lines in Endgame. Yes. And they did it in a very funny way. Yes. He read his lines out of context without anyone else in the room. Yes. Because he kind of can't help himself. Dog, he has the biggest mouth out of any. <laughs> he's also like 21. True. So. No, he's uh, he's got lines in it. Um, somebody tried to be like, oh, Chadwick Boseman, we're so excited for Endgame. He goes, cool. Me too. He goes, uh... Yeah, you know, everyone's super excited. He goes, well, you know, I'm not in it. I'm dead. <laughs> she goes, oh, we're not ready for you to be dead. I'm sorry. I'm dead. <laughs> well, then what about Black Panther 2? What about it? I'm dead. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's how you keep a secret Tom Holland. That's how you keep it shut. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't even like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Holland's just hilarious how, how he interacts and conducts himself. Uh, he just loves the fans so much. And, like, whenever you integrate, like, the role that you play with your actual personality, like, present that to fans, it's, like, that's another experience altogether. But still, yeah, my guy, you got to kind of keep a lid on it. And then if you do got to spill something, just make it once. Just a giant spoiler <laughs> 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 to the Internet. Just once. Uh, but, no, so obviously we do know that he survived because Far From Home follows up shortly after. 
Confirmed. Yes. Uh, I don't. I say shortly after, but like, I mean in terms of like the time that it's released. So, Endgame's coming out in two weeks. Mm. July mm-hmm. is when Far From Home drops. So, they've been doing this whole media run where Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. keep saying, you know what? There's no way anyone could possibly predict how this movie's going to end. I feel like they might be overestimating the predictability of this movie. Mm-hmm. It's going to work out one of two ways. Well, one of several ways. But it's going to work out one of two ways. Thanos is going to win again, and they have to restart the universe, or the original Avengers... Captain America, Iron Man, blah, 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 Dark Widow, they are going to sacrifice themselves to let the next generation of Avengers come through. And with the acquisition of Fox and Marvel, I don't. I think it's too late for them to integrate Fox into Endgame, mm-hmm. but who knows? Like, the, they've been working that Fox deal for a very long time. Maybe some X-Men... Maybe some... But they're also in the process of revamping X-Men, too. Yeah. So, who knows? We'll see. It won't happen. It definitely the, won't happen for this movie. I think it The craziest happen. thing that could possibly happen is they're fighting for Thanos. They're losing. Silver Surfer pops up. That happens. I'm walking out the theater. Because, like, at this point, they're just doing whatever they want. <laughs> yeah. Silver uh, Surfer pop up? I'm going home. So, there's a rumor... But it would lead to Galacticus. Yeah. There's a rumor that Thanos isn't even the big bad in this movie. Which, again, gives a little bit of credence to the whole Silver Surfer thing. If you don't know, the Silver Surfer is the precursor to Galacticus, at least for a while, and then he gets his own will. And Like, Silver Surfer is really, really powerful. I don't think people realize how powerful yeah. that guy is. Yeah, don't let the Fantastic Four movies put you off. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> Silver Surfer is incredibly powerful. Um, and he's kind of like the four like the forebear or like one of the four horsemen and like he shows up and Galacticus is coming so and there's also rumors that Robert Downey Jr. is renewing like not renewing full on renewing his contract as Tony Stark but not in a prominent role more of like a background character which I would love I think it would be beneficial for them. I mean, Stark still puts all the money into the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's Peter's mentor, mentor slash stepdad for all intents and purposes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Penny. I'll make those. I'll out in these streets. <laughs> I'll make out in these streets. It is, it is what it is, man. Uh, so there's just like a lot of exciting stuff to consider. Yeah, I said Penny Hammer, same pepper. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of exciting stuff going into Endgame that would just make you unsure. And then again, it's not like Marvel's shied away from surprising us before. Like I know in Infinity War they had to lose, but no one thought they would actually do it. Yeah, ergo they were surprised. I was on the podcast saying multiple times, I don't think Disney is going to go that far with it. And as soon as it happened, I came on this podcast and said, I was wrong. They went there. They actually went there. So we'll see. And, of course, with the return of James Gunn, 
Adam Warlock is now back in play. Mm. They first have to reinstate Guardians, even though it's stalled, but... I thought it was already back on. We even talked about this, because he's still doing Suicide Squad also. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, like, what takes prominence, Suicide Squad, or uh, Guardians 3. I would love for Guardians 3 to take prominence. Seems like he's finishing up Suicide Squad. And actually, Idris Elba um, just came out and said, yes, he is playing a character that is not in dead Suicide shot. Squad that is not Deadshot out of respect for Will Smith. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we're not just going to swap out black people. But, like, no, we're also just not going to, like, swap out characters. It's like, Deadshot's in the movie. Deadshot's somewhere else in the universe. This is a different character. And I think it's, I think it, it forces creativity and, like, allows them to get in their bag a little bit deeper because there's so many more characters besides Deadshot that they can play. Especially Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. I mean, heck, the guy he's playing in Hobbs and Shaw could basically be a villain and, or a good guy in Suicide Squad. Yeah, could. I forgot that was an actual movie. Yes. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> can, can, we, can it even technically still be considered Final, Fast and Furious? I know it's a spinoff of a spinoff. But yeah, like, it's, it's not a spinoff of a spinoff. It's straight up a first degree spinoff. I guess, but it has nothing. Like, I, I saw the trails like, yo, fam, this has nothing to do with cars. Well, yeah. It hasn't had anything to do with cars since 4. Yeah. No more street racing. It's all about what's the bigger heist we can do. Yeah. Who do we have to save? It's like, who... Who, who do we have to save in order to pull off a big heist in order to get somebody out of trouble? Yeah. There's, there's no more street racing. Which is sad. Because Tokyo Too Fast... Too Fast to Fear is Tokyo Drift. Like, <laughs> listen, I, let me say it again. Too Fast, Too Furious, Tokyo Drift. All of that, all of that, just straight street racing. Yeah. And ludicrous with an afro. <laughs> yeah. Let's get so, back to those days. I, just, I don't think there's been a, uh, even though it wasn't about street racing, I don't think there's been a better Fast and Furious movie than uh, the fifth one. Ooh, that's true. I'll agree with that one. But other than that, yeah, they do need to get back to street racing. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to be the same without uh, Paul Walker. True. And um, maybe that's why they got away from the street racing and more into the action. They, I mean, after his passing, they they kind of they cut off. Yeah, they, they couldn't really do that anymore. Uh, but backtracking several steps... <laughs> Um, in terms of like the cinematic universe for DC or Marvel presenting themselves with uh, the better villains who takes the cake (sighs) cinematic live action movies right Mm mm-hmm And I'll help you out. We'll, we'll go ahead and we will say overall. If we say overall, I think Marvel has better villains. But I, will, I still maintain that DC has the singular best villains in any one particular category. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Like, but it comes... Like, Heath Ledger... 
Top of the like top of like not the ball. It, it doesn't get it doesn't get better than that. As a maniacal joker of the nowhere going like comes from nowhere going nowhere. Yeah. Uh the best portrayal that we have seen of Joker. I think that we'll probably ever get. I don't want to say that because that's a bit seems a bit premature, but but like honestly, um, the Joker, that Joker, that movie is a piece of cinematic history. It's so good. Yeah, but at the same time, you can have that and still have a but, whole lot. Of but nonsense. if you're in the same class as Suicide Squad, we would just, we just stopped talking about it. Suicide Squad. If we really want to talk about like Steppenwolf, I mean like. We talked about Ares. Ares was like Stephen Wolf and Ares are both hot trash. <laughs> Just real bad, way too much CGI and that even uh, horrible mustache. What is the name? Both of, uh, uh, sorry, I almost said the wrong one. <laughs> but so you could have someone, you could be in a class with someone with the highest test score in the entire grade, and but if he's in the same class as someone where literally everyone else. Is below average, like it shows. Yes. Compared to another class where everyone, like, yeah, someone that's kind of high, but then everyone's like kind of teared off, teeter off in the middle. You know, your typical AB class. Yeah, you have a better chance of overall having the best scheme of villains. Now, don't get it wrong, like Hella, Hella is a trash villain. Uh, let's talk about Abomination. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? Well, I, I didn't think you were gonna go that far. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. He's, I mean, he's a part of the he's a part of the lineup. I mean, if like, and I need to just like, R.I.P. Green Lantern, Part Parthenax, they they they, they Parallax, they, Parallax, Parthenax, whatever they try to do with <laughs> Anthrax. <that. laughs> whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whoever it is. <laughs> it's Sinestra, my guy. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, my goodness. But also, I mean, we were just talking about it. Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four? Mm. Then the, the second Fantastic Four? I, they didn't really do Doom Justice either. I was emotionally distraught at how bad they portrayed Doom. Because Doom, in case you didn't know... In is both cases. Doom is like top four bad guys in all of like I don't care what comic book you pick up. Doom is a bad he's a big bad. Like top four and he's not four. Yeah. He's, he's, I don't know how you get that character and you come up with this nonsense. Yeah. Twice. But I will say I think they did a good job with uh like Red Skull. Red Skull was great. Uh I didn't mind Loki as a main villain in the beginning. So we're talking like Avengers. We're talking first Thor. Yeah. But he becomes more of uh, an, an opportunist. Anti- yeah, an opportunist. And then I was excited for Ultron until we got Ultron. And I was like, uh, I don't know what this is, bro. I don't yeah. know. What, 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 what are we doing? I'm not with it, B. What, what are we doing? Uh, what is you doing? I don't know that I was super enthralled about Obadiah. No. In the first Iron Man. Not a fan at all. Uh, Or... uh, Mandarin. Mandarin. It's not great either. But the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier was a solid villain. Dude, yes. Uh, I guess technically Hawkman. Is that what they're calling him? 
Uh, who? In Homecoming. Oh, no, that's a vulture. Vulture, okay. Vulture, great, great villain. Great twist. Yes. Great twist, great villain. I mean, Dormammu didn't get done any justice. And actually, again, Dormammu, another top four, and he's not four, bad guy, yeah. that they just kind of <laughs> made into this thing. And I'm just like, fam, why? What happened to the, the skull with the leather jacket? Like, yeah. It was, and gosh, I don't even know who the villain in uh, Dark World was. Mm, yeah, no, I can't remember. That movie was so bad, I don't remember anything yeah, about I'm pretty, it. Yeah, it's just blocked out of my mind. <laughs> it's, they do have a lot of good villains, but obviously they have ones that aren't great. But I think it averages out a lot better than The Other Side. Yes. Yeah, again, singular best score of all time. This is a Doomsday, perfect... Doomsday could have been cool. Doomsday could... Doomsday had a chance. But what they Stephen did... Wolf had a chance. Uh, Sanchez Let, butt fumbled. Listen. It's, it's almost... It's almost... It's almost that bad. It's not quite that bad. It's almost that bad. <laughs> but, I mean, like... They do have, like, a lot of... Like, Lex Luthor? Solid. Yeah. Not Jesse, great. Jesse Eisenberg as... Lex Luthor? Alexander. To be as exact. Alexander Luthor... Great. Zod, another great villain. Mm-hmm. The whole Superman as a bad guy for 25 minutes was played well enough. Um, it They were able to fit into the narrative they needed. Yes. And then also, too much CGI, but Aquaman had its moments. <laughs> the yeah. bad guys, not so much. Yeah, Ocean, but like Ocean Master. Ocean like, Master was trash, but um, Black but Manta. Black Manta was better, but we didn't really get him as Black Manta until the end. Yeah, so, mm, so again, too much CGI. Ocean Master was trying way too hard, if you ask me. But I, 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 I liked it. By the end of the movie, I was like, you know what? You gave it a shot, and you did good. <laughs> it's like, it's like when you're, it's like your, it's your kid's first basketball game, and they're losing real bad, and they get, they like, they, they, they get a comeback run, and then you know the other team is just better. <laughs> you mean they get a comeback run, and then he misses the layup? Yeah, exactly. They get a comeback run. They're within two. He gets a free layup. He misses the layup, and the other team's like, all right, cool, we gotta stop messing around, and then they get blown up by fifteen or twenty points. You guys, you guys tried real good. You had fun. You got, you learned some basics. We'll get them next time. You learned how to roll off the backboard, you know, hit the corner so it goes in. A little fillet, but, you know. They also did do Ra's al Ghul within that same series. Listen, Ra's al Ghul is both, like, let's, let's get this. Neem Nelson is both Ra's al Ghul and Stephen Wolf. Mm. Both. Not great. A lot of people love Bane. I am not one of those people. Yeah. <laughs> I am on record many times. Tom Hardy is Bane. Saying how I am I am not a fan of that Bane. I am so, 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 so vehemently against that Bane. I get it. I get why people like it. Not one of those people who do. I think the movie's good overall. Good movie. Solid movie. Villain. No. Not again. No. Nope. Talia? Great surprise. 
Great surprise, great feeling. Bane? Mm, no, pure nonsense. No. Mm. No, will not get a vote for me. And Spider-Man did have Green Goblin. And, and Shocker. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Who did Jamie Foxx play? Okay, so the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he was uh, I think not was, Shocker, but... Uh, yeah, I think it was Shocker, though. Was that his name? I think it was Shocker, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what was it, Lizard Man or whatever it is? Uh, yeah, just not a lot of great villains. Mm. We need quality villains. Uh, if there were one villain, whether DC or Marvel, that you'd want to see, that if they could do it well, who would it be? Um, if they were to do a, a villain and do the villain right, whew. Amazo. Mm. Yeah. I want a good Amazo. They did that for the crossover for the DCCW. Yeah. And even that one, uh, it wasn't bad. Because uh, Amazo is just... It's a hard character to get wrong. And even though he's not... Uh, like a top tier villain, he's still a handful for the league. Here's the thing, exactly. Amazo isn't just a problem for Superman or Batman or Wonder Woman. He's a problem for everybody, collectively. And again, he's not the strongest. He's not the smartest. He's not the most powerful. He's a robot. He's a robot. So Ivo, Ivo made him. Yeah, he's he's just. He's constantly evolving, and every time they beat him, he comes back stronger. And he's like, he's just a hard character to beat. I still love, uh, I think the best iteration of Amazo that I've seen was the one they did at Young Justice. That was a really, really good Amazo. Really yes. good Amazo. Like, so, so much they have to break him into parts and ship him separately. <laughs> You go over here. You go over there. You go this way. And just you go that way. And just hope he doesn't find his way back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that one Joe Budden meme. I'm black, I'm black. I'm white, I'm white. I'm this way, I'm this way. I'm that way, I'm that way. Uh, thank God for Joe Budden, man. Yes. <laughs> but no, uh, I want to, if I can get any villain, I'd get a good Amazo. Mm. And then on the Marvel side... I think we've had really good Magnetos. I don't think we've had the best Magneto yet. Ooh. Which is a which is which is a, a tall task. I think if we had a younger Michael Fassbender, thank you. He would and really have time to grow into the role. Yeah. Yo, he would 100% leaps and bounds. Like he did great work with Magneto. But if we've had if we had him for if we get if we get him at a young younger age and get him for ten years, I feel like he could have had the best portrayal of a villain ever. Yes, even above. And I know it's sacrilegious to say this, but you know, you know, Jordan can only be the best player for so long. I still think he's the best. Come down. I think someone eventually is going to surpass um, Heath Ledger's portrayal of jo- as Joker as being the best villain. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I it'll really, happen someday. It, it will. Will it be soon? Who knows? Uh, for me, if I were to pick a villain, um, on the DC side, I I would 
actually love it for if they did a um, Flash versus the Rogues. Ooh, that'd be a good one. And I know it's like kind of cheating because it's a team of them, but Sinister Six is a team, and that's the way they're going. Yeah, uh, but if they could do a really good uh, Rogues with Urza Miller's Flash. Mm. I think that would be so dope. Now I would like that a lot. I get again, and if okay, if we go that way, give me a really good quarter vowels. Quarter vowels is real good. I know, yeah, I know, yeah. they're just a group of people, and like talent is their main like attacking force. I get it, but like if you can get the right group of actors to portray that secret society of ultra wealthy. Manipulative Illuminati esque secret shadow. Oh man, that could be. Oh, like the movie can literally not even be about Batman. Batman yeah. can be an ancillary character. It could literally be its own show. You know what? Now that I actually want, I want a Court of Owls show. I don't yes. want. I don't want a Batman show. It's, it's I don't want a like talent a, show. I want a Court of Owls show. The you know would be. Oh gosh, dude! The we manipulation of Gotham. We have the to, manipulation of Gordon. The we have to write this and pitch it to some sort of TV network because I already. What if it's just like you're following this one guy as he's investigating the owls, uh, and then it's like it gets to the season only to find out he is a part of the owls. It would be so good. Oh man. It would be so good. No one steal that. We're copywriting it. We're selling it to Disney. Yep. Sorry, wrong. Wrong. No, we're not selling it to Disney. We're selling it to uh, Warner Brothers. We'll sell it to Disney if they want. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell it to whoever. Uh, the, highest, the highest buyer. We haven't talked about getting bought by Disney. But yeah. uh, if I were to pick a Marvel villain that I would really love to see them do... Um, I'll be straight with you. I don't think I care enough about anyone to be like, yo, I really want them to do this. It- Which gets back to the argument. When we get to the comics, the original source material for these writings, I believe, still till today, that DC has better source material than Marvel does. Yeah, they've just been fumbling it. They've just been fumbling it. Granted, they don't have the budget. I don't know what WB is like rated as as far as their money goes but I just know Disney just spent a whole lot of money on Fox and they got a whole lot of that deal and they let go of like 41 channels like that and it didn't blink that that machine means something you can hire you can just you can just do more with more money but DC's doing work they're trying they're coming and they're gonna get there mm. I think yeah and I just I don't I don't know what it is I just think like DC has better comic book writers, and I, like I don't, I don't, I don't. Some of the writers who've written for DC have also written for Marvel. Yeah. But the work that just comes out on the DC end is just. I think they're just allowed to do more. Yeah. Dark experimental. I think it feels more cohesive in my book. Which is again, the contrast. The comic world of DC feels more cohesive. Yeah. Marvel literally has... Even, rest- the, even the animated universe. The Marvel world has literally restarted five times in the last... There's three times in the last five years. They've restarted the entire Marvel universe in a comic book wise. There was Battle Worlds. Then there was... I can't even remember the other two. But they've restarted their entire comic book universe because it was so just 
disorganized. But when it gets to the cinematic universe, it's the complete opposite. Like, DC is actually no longer doing the Justice League thing like Marvel or like Marvel has been doing it because their one-offs are better. Wonder Woman, hit. Aquaman, hit. Eh, Justice League wasn't so great. Mm-hmm. Granted, Cyborg was a horrible costume. Yep. And they didn't. I don't think they gave Ezra Miller enough time or shine as a Flash to do, do him justice. Uh, and I hate this because you introduced two characters that I feel like were introduced too soon. One hundred percent. You you have Aquaman, who's not even king of Atlantis yet. Facts. Stepping up to be a hero and save the world. Facts. Because then stepping he, back down. Yeah, because he wants to just be a man and just take care of his dad and do whatever and not run an entire society of people. Then what was his motivation before? Oh, this guy looks bad. I might have to fight him. Out of out of what? Just to preserve himself? I mean, yeah, sure, that might be a motivator, but. I feel like it's a more compelling story. If he's already the king of Atlantis, it's like, yo, I got to save my people. For sure. And then, like, getting Flash a little bit older, a little bit more developed. Yeah. Makes more sense. And, like, you still, like, you get, and the thing is, like, Barry Allen as a person is already kind of quirky. You still get the, oh, my gosh, you're Batman. It's like. You can, you, yes. Yeah. But he. He's, he's too, he seems, he comes off. He's too, too much green. in his teenage face. He's too green. Exactly. For lack of a better word. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the green. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just got that. Yeah. Um, but if you do have someone who's already been around the block, who's already fought with Thawne countless times, uh, who's already had to deal with the rogues a handful of times. And maybe even someone just who knows how to run faster than he knows. Because, like, the Flash we get is not anywhere close to as fast as he can possibly be. And you do have to realize that Barry Allen is the fastest man alive until Wally West comes later and he realizes that like he can't just keep it this facade to like hold Barry in memory or whatever but he is the fastest man alive for a reason yeah and we can't even get that like he you saying he's actually on par with Superman flying yeah no not a chance not a chance in hell yeah if Superman was flying and Batman and and Flash is running it's it's not a close race at least they did that little cameo. Shout out to them. <laughs> they tried. They tried. Uh, but no, yeah, I agree with you. Just comics, cohesive, movies, a, a giant brain dookie. But they're figuring it out. I think they're going in the right way. And that's what people are saying with Shazam. Yeah, Shazam looks good. Maybe I might check it out tonight. I don't I have to do taxes, never mind. <laughs> I was just like, tonight? My God, you, uh, <laughs> you see what time it is? <laughs> You see, it's summertime now, and the light is still out, so I'll be forgetting. Oh, Lord. No, I'm not going outside. No. Nope. <laughs> it really be like that. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another episode of Even More About Nothing. If you had a chance to write your own story for any one of the Marvel or DC villains, who would it be? Be sure to let us know. Tweet at us at E-Man Podcast or Facebook.com back to Even More About Nothing. Or you can actually... Rate or review. No, go ahead. Just review it. Like on iTunes, go to the review. Uh, yeah, let us know that. what you think of the podcast. Do and that. On Spotify, too. Answer the question. 
Do that. Yeah, we're on all the major streaming platforms. Do that. Watch out. But as always, you can always check out our company stuff at White Noise, LLC, W-H-I-T-N-O-I-Z-L-L-C. With that, ladies and gentlemen, stay strapped for the banana stand. Spirit gun on deck. You want no problems. Try me if you want to. Spirit Detectives out. <laughs>